And it's interesting is when you learn it, start learning it, you start appreciating the art and the sport of boxing more and what is going on in a boxing match. Um, so I did a lot of observing, learning, and I remember I was very nervous to start sparring because again, I generally don't like to hurt people. And the whole concept of getting in a ring and trying to hurt someone, um, that, was, that was new for me mentally. You know, I've played baseball, I play all these team sports, you're never really trying to hurt really the other person. True. And so that was a new concept for me. So I loved all the, what I was learning on the bags. I loved the workouts. Again, the one hour workouts, I was still doing a lot of Spartan races. I found they were almost the best hour of workout I could do with that high intensity interval training, the circuit training. It was a new way and it worked me differently. And I really appreciated that and enjoyed that. Hey guys, welcome back to the Legends Boxing Podcast. I'm pretty excited. We've got another guest in house today, and this is Jared Fields, everybody. And I know a lot of Utah locals know Jared Fields, and he's been around in the Utah world for a long time doing what? What have you been doing most of your life? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Been looking forward to this. Uh, I think this is really great. Uh, yeah, so I am not a local Utahan. I moved oh. here from Southern California to go to BYU. Um, and 25 years later, I am still here. But yeah, I... I that kind of to, puts you local Utah in <laughs> 25 years. I'm basically a Utah. Now I have a Utah driver's license. Um, but yeah, I've, I went to law school at BYU and then started a real estate business right after that um, back in 2009. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't know you had gone to law school. I did. Okay. I went to law school and uh, decided that law firm lifestyle wasn't for me. And instead, you know, kind of found a love for entrepreneurship and uh, started selling real estate. When, back in 2009? Back in 2009. Okay. Yeah, not, not, not a great market. Learned a lot yeah. of lessons getting into it then. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I would imagine. Yeah, it's one thing I've really learned. You know, we're in a tough time now, but I think from these tough times are where you can really build your character, build yourself really learn a lot so that as things improve, you're in a great position to really thrive. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, no. And I can imagine back. Yeah. That, Cause that was, that time frame is what, what brought me to Utah. Cause I was living in California and the real estate crashed, the whole economy crashed. And that's really where I kind of started over. So you starting in the real estate business at that time was probably kind of like being baptized by fire. It definitely was baptism by fire. And it's why I'm still in Utah. I actually had a job lined up as an attorney in Southern California. And uh, due to the shift in the economy over the course of that year, that was no longer on the table. So uh, here I am, but it's also how we found legends. So nice. Well, we're going to definitely get into that. Um, tell me a little bit about you, though, like family, you were married, kids. Yes. OK, so if you know me, then you definitely know my wife, uh, Lynette. She's a, a rock star. We've been married uh, almost. What are we coming up on? 19 years now. Wow. Long, long, long time. But we have three kids uh, ranging from nine to 15. So we're right in the thick of it. Uh, live in Orem and uh yeah, that's us. That's awesome. That's a pretty nice journey. And, I, and everybody that is a part of Legends does know Lynette, and she's a rock star. She's awesome. She's got a great story, and we're going to have her on in the future. Um, but let's talk about 
a little bit of your Legends journey. To my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, it started with Executive Fight Night, right, in EFN. It did, but not my own. So, oh, okay. So um, I think it was back in 2017 I attended an Executive Fight Night where two of my good friends at the time were actually fighting in it, uh, Matt Cole and David Kent. Okay. And so we kind of made it a, an event to get a group of friends together. It sounded awesome. I didn't know much about Legends before that. Um, kind of knew Rob a little bit, I knew of him, but attended that fight night and just was absolutely blown away and, and just loved what I saw. You know, um, at that stage in my life, let's see, that was f six years ago. You know, I was in my mid 30s, you know, in my career, you know, kind of getting in that point where just looking for something new and exciting. Um, I, I had never at that point, I'd never thrown a punch in my life. I didn't grow up a fighter. Um, I'm a negotiator, right? I'm a <laughs> communicator, um, but not a fighter. But I loved just the what I experienced that night. And what I saw from Matt and Dave and from everyone else. And as I was watching it, I was I, I just kept telling myself I need to do this. And so that's that's really where it all started. OK, so now Dave Kent, that was when he fought Lyman Wynn, right? I believe so. Actually. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. Was so they were, there was a lot of the, the, I knew them both. Uh, Lyman was also a well-known photographer yeah. in the fitness world. Lynette was doing fitness competing or getting into it. So we knew Lyman. And so there was all the trash talk going back and forth, yeah. you know, friendly, <laughs> but it was fun. And then Matt Cole is one of my absolute favorite people. And, and he was happened to be in it as well. So it was a great opportunity for us to get a group together and make a night out of it. I think that was executive fight night number one. Was it really? I think so. I think that was actually the very first one, if I recall, because it was in that kind of like soccer building. Yes. And at the end of the night, there was a f electrical fire yes. that had started. Yes. So yes. that was that was executive fight night number oh, it one. It definitely wasn't like the executive fight nights of the yeah. last few years. And <laughs> You know, but I think it, it added to just the experience, like in this warehouse with these executives that really just gave it their all for nine weeks and came together and had a fight. I mean, it was just such a cool concept and it, it lit a fire in me. It was really neat to experience. So let's fast forward to your you were the very next year. Correct. Or? OK, so executive fight night Gen 2. Yes. And that, I think, was our very first year we were with FitCon. With FitCon, correct. Okay. Yeah. So right. I I immediately got in contact with Rob after the first one and said, I, I want to do this next time. Obviously, we it was a year away, so I had a ways to wait. Um, my fitness journey really began with Spartan racing. That was my love. It still is my number one love is actually the, the Spartan racing and trail running and you know, a lot of things that are fitness related. Mm. Um, but I had never tried boxing and I didn't even know about boxing fitness. And so um, I really didn't step into legends until my application got accepted to be a, become a fighter. And so I started training. I remember that. It was yeah. the first time we ever met. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yep. It was. I know that for sure. Um, and that was that was a really exciting training process. That really actually kind of helped us learn more of a regimented type training process for the fighters. Um, walk me through kind of that first experience, if you remember. I mean, it's been five, six years. So Yeah, it's been a while. But uh, I remember in the beginning, you know, you have your unique eight-punch system. Mm -hmm. But... I didn't know anything else. So that's, I, it took us, you know, week, it took a little while to get that down then to really work on technique. Again, I'd never thrown a punch in real life. Um, so 
again, it was all very new to me. I played a lot of sports. I was active, but really focusing on technique, learning. I, I started to fall in love with the sport of boxing, so I started watching more boxing. Uh, and it's interesting is when you learn it, start learning it, you start appreciating the art and the sport of boxing more and what is going on in a boxing match. Um, so I, I did a lot of observing, learning, and I remember I was very nervous to start sparring because again, I generally don't like to hurt people. And the whole concept of getting in a ring and trying to hurt someone, um, that was that was new for me mentally. You know, I've played baseball, I play all these team sports, you're never really trying to hurt really the other person. True. And so that was a new concept for me. So I loved all the, what I was learning on the bags. I loved the workouts. Again, the one hour workouts, I was still doing a lot of Spartan races. I found they were almost the best hour of workout I could do with that high intensity interval training, the circuit training. It was a new way and it worked me differently. And I really appreciated that and enjoyed that. Um, but I'll never forget sparring for the first time. And especially when it got to really starting to throw a little harder. And every time I sparred, I got a bloody nose. <laughs> like absolutely, and as a kid growing up, I would get bloody noses growing up in California. Um, in the winters in Utah, when it's really dry, <laughs> yeah. I get bloody noses. And th that was actually one of my m major concerns was, I'm just gonna bleed out. I'm just gonna get bloody <laughs> noses every time I fight. And sure enough, every time I sparred, I got a bloody nose and they're not just little bloody noses. They, no. they were, you remember, mm -hmm. they would gush. And so I, but you know, we'll, I'm, we'll talk about the fight and <laughs> the next one as well. Both times I didn't get a bloody nose. So That's either you trained me well or, or, or something, you know, got lucky. Well, I think that it's a mixture of training and then you finally just got tired of getting bloody noses. Probably. So you started moving your head <laughs> and getting your hands back up to your face. Uh, but no, I knew, I don't remember you've done executive fight night twice. It wasn't correct. Was, it wasn't the very, very next year, was it? It was actually. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I thought there was a gap in between those years. So before we get into the very next year, I love this. I love where you're going and, and, and the training. So I want you to try to remember like all that training leading up to that larger stage production. I think that that was the first year that we had like a bridge you had to walk up and across and down into the ring and like it elevated you above everybody in the stage. So tell me your experience that. Tell me how cool was that to see kind of the production side of how oh, the fight it was, was put on. It was incredible. Yeah. There, we had to uh, walk out to, you know, pick a fight song. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you spend a lot of time thinking about that. Um, the anxiety of the first fight, I don't think you understand that until you've done it. I, it was something I was not prepared for. You know, again, I've, I've done Spartan races that take four hours, five hours, um, knowing that I had a five minute competition in total, the anxiety that building up all week and just, you know, leading up to the event was just something different, something intense, but it was so good for me mentally to go through that. And, um, yeah, getting there, having all your friends, your family, there and knowing they're there to to support you um and then all the prep that day to make sure you're eating the right food staying hydrated and and then getting there and getting ready it was just an incredible i mean just an incredible experience I, I loved it it was honestly for someone that was not a boxer it was felt like i was like the main event of a huge show and it was it was overwhelming but incredible that's awesome that's awesome now tell me i, I tell me a little bit about how that helped you mentally how did that what did that do for you? Well, mentally, it just it challenged me. You know, it's it's doing something new, um, which we should all do in all aspects of life. We know it's good for us, 
but it's really easy to get into a rut or to, to stay with what's familiar. And so this definitely pushed me out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm not someone that loves a lot of attention. And so knowing that there was a lot of attention, people there for me, um, someone, I mean, stepping in the ring for the first time, seeing your opponent, knowing that very soon it's just going to be you and him and you're both trying to, to just to hurt each other. Um, it's a feeling that I'll never forget. And it's one that, you know, a lot of us talk about that have done this, that you don't understand it till you've done it. It's, and it just, it pushed me mentally, physically, emotionally in ways that helped me grow as a person. That's amazing. Okay. So let's talk about then the next year. How did that go? What was the debt? Now, wait a minute. What happened? Right, well, we come on the fight. Yeah. So <laughs> the fight, I had never met my opponent before. I think he was actually was training. It? it was John. Oh, uh, what's it? John Neal? John O'Neill? Okay. Yeah yeah, John yeah, 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 yeah. Great guy. Great guy. But I hadn't met him. He, I think he was training out of Hawaii actually for most of it. Um, oh, because wow. he was, I think he was out of the area for whatever reason. But um, it was interesting as I was, I can't remember which one of us went out first, but when he was going out and they were announcing him, they talked about his experience with like MMA and some other stuff. And again, I had never thrown a punch. So that made me a little bit nervous. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be fighting this experienced guy. Um, but uh, he was a little taller than me. He seemed a little bigger than me. Um, but you know, I worked really hard for those nine weeks. I, I started in decent shape, but really pushed myself. Um, and so it began and I've, I, I've, I enjoy going back now and watching the fight because after five years of now being a franchise owner, being involved for five years, I, I almost, I kind of do want to go do it again so I could fix a lot of the things that I watched, but I'm proud of that performance. Um, I, I ended up winning, um, got in some good shots and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a slugfest. It was a good fight. But what I will never forget is when the adrenaline finally, like when it was done, I went to the back room and it took me about 30 minutes to like feel my body just come back down to a calm state again. <laughs> so that five minutes, the adrenaline of that five minutes is unlike anything I've experienced in my life. It was very clear that I didn't um, breathe well. <laughs> during the match, which, uh, you know, out of not taking in enough oxygen and really adrenaline high. It was it was an insane experience, but I loved it. Um, grateful to come away with with the win. And uh, yeah, just lit a fire. I, I just fell in love with boxing and legends boxing and their their whole the whole concept. And honestly, well, I, I wasn't planning on doing it again. I wasn't planning on buying it. I didn't know it was a franchise, but I signed up for a membership afterwards because I found that I was lacking some motivation over the next several months. Sometimes when I go to the gym and I, I, I know how to lift weights, I know how to get in good workouts, but I really missed that touch of a personal coach kind of pushing you for an hour. So if you're lacking the motivation when you show up, you know, once you show up, you're going to get that hour workout in. And so I actually paid for it. Both my wife and I paid for memberships right after Executive Fight Night and uh, became official members of Legends Boxing. Well, I think you took it a little further than just membership, too, because, you know, as he mentioned, he's a franchise owner. Where are your locations that you own? Yeah, so we own the, the locations out in Austin, Texas. One is in South Austin. A second location is in Cedar Park, which is just north of it's basically still the greater Austin area. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we hope to open a third there in the next year or two as the economy kind of comes back and, and is working, uh, you know, a little better than it is now. But again, even at that point, we didn't, we didn't know it was a franchise till 
well after we became members. We were working out probably for six months. So it's probably two years in, a year or two in before we knew that it, like Legends was even franchising. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's new to me too. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So let's talk about year two now. Okay. So victory. Did you wear your belt to like a family dinner? Because you I, want you a belt, what? right? Yeah, I did, but we can't find it. So I'm oh, working what? with Rob to try to get another to figure <laughs> out, like, if you know, it was a crazy night. So we were trying to figure out where it went. But um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, obviously it was a big, it was my first fight. I had never thrown a punch at 100%. Even in sparring, I don't think I threw a punch at 100%. So that was the first night of truly, truly challenging myself in that way. And it felt good. Okay. So now let's fast forward to year two. Yes. Same training regiment, same kind of everything, or or what was different about year one to year, year two? So actually the big difference with year two is that we signed our franchise agreement in January of 20, what would that be? 2019. And I think the fight was in April or May. And so we were right in the thick of, of really trying to start opening our first gym. So we were going back and forth from Austin. Um, I was really busy with real estate and my, that's my day job. And actually, and I actually kind of felt like I had a, an advantage over my opponent because I had already done one. Mm -hmm. So I kind of allowed myself not to work as hard because I was busy. And so I probably came in three times a week um, and I probably only sparred two or three times and I, I probably should have taken it. I took it seriously, but that was about the best I could do. And, and, um, I could have done better in that fight. Okay. All right. So you are one and one. One and one. Okay. So is there a third for the future to I, break the tie? Do you know what? Do you know what? I think I would love to do a third. Okay. We're, 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 we're definitely thinking about it, but... My wife is actually very interested in doing her first. Well, why and not so, have both of you on the same card? Do you know what? That might be something. That okay, might be something well, we you do. know who to reach out we, to. We do. You know who to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be pretty uh, fun. Yeah, it could be. I don't know if we could handle all of that intensity at our home at once. We will uh, see. Well, you we'll know, see. like you said, you got to be able to re ready to accept change. Change is good. Right. It Allow new things to come in. So this would be another like just strengthening part of your relationship and your family. So yeah, we'd hope so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be fun nonetheless, and it'll make another great podcast episode. Oh well, then we might have to just do it. So tell me real quickly. Uh, we're running a little out of time, but tell me really quickly, what is it like being? You know, like you're you are in the real estate world right now. That's your day job. That's your full time job. You, who do you work for? Or who, what's the organization that you're with? So, yeah, I, we run my own team. There's okay. about 20 agents on the team and we, we cover most of Utah. So it's very uh, busy. It's very active. There, it's obviously that we're in a shifting market and we have, you know, since COVID, things have been all over the place. So that that's been very busy. Um, but we also have these two gyms in Austin. Uh, that we go out to visit at least every month, uh, either my wife or I or both of us together. And um, it's been really, I mean, we opened our first gym two months before COVID hit. And wow. it was in Austin where uh, they have a very, uh, their COVID response was a little bit different than here in Utah. And we had to keep our gym shut for about three months after mm -hmm. only being open about two and a half. So obviously that was a uh, unpredictable and very challenging situation that we began with. Uh, but now here we are, you know, three years later and we're almost at 400 members at that first location. I mean, it's, it's so been, a, it's been a grind. It's been a lot of work. Uh, we're so grateful for our team that's in place there now that we have some absolute just rock stars, great people. 
and the tribe there is absolutely incredible. And we're really proud of that gym uh, and our staff and our members and, and what how they've come together to handle all the the conflict, all the, the intensity of the last several years. That's great. That's so awesome to hear because I do remember that. Um, and that was such a, a huge just like whoa factor. Like, oh, my gosh, this is hitting everything. It's taken so much and it, it hit you guys so gr- gr- so hard that it's so awesome to see how far you've come to bouncing and now you have a second location. So congratulations to that. That's so great to you, you and your team. Um, couldn't be more proud of you guys. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Last thing, if someone was listening to this and they've kind of are in kind of that boat that you're in right now, trying to juggle and manage so many different things, what's one great piece of advice that you would give them? Well, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about it right now because I'll tell you, it's been three years of just stepping up to the plate and and really getting things done. And right now, our focus really is on simplifying, getting to the basics, really working on our, our night routine so that we can get to bed on time, get good sleep, wake up early and get productive and get things done um, because really there isn't a lot of time in the day, uh, especially with our kids, you know, family's number one. And, and we, we've got to dedicate time to them when everything is said and done. We need to make sure we're putting our time where it matters the most. And so um, it has not been easy, and I do not have the answers to, to that question, except that, man, you just, you just sometimes got to grind it out and, and keep your priorities straight. Well, you said it. You simplify Look for the simple route, you know, and so so there's the advice for you guys. If you're managing, juggling, Jared's doing it all the time. Okay, and so it's a matter of grinding. It's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of putting it forward and just never, ever stopping, because, again, it only stops when you do. So thank you so much for being here. I'm I'm so glad that you were able to make the time. Um, Have a wonderful rest of your day, man. Well, thank you. And hopefully we'll be doing this again when we have maybe a fight announcement or something like that. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Andrew. Take care. Kiss you.